Hello everyone, I hope everyone says it's going well, and welcome back to Mission with you and Eddie. And today, um, joining us will be a special guest, Joseph Goldberg. Hi everyone. Alright, that's Joseph right there. Okay, so, um, today we're going to continue our learning of Mishnah from Masachet Shabbat, Perik Aleph, um, Mishnah through Mishnah. Let's get started. Okay, so the previous Mishnah taught that on Shabbos, a person may not remove lights from his clothes by using a lamplight, right? Because, um, usually, lights are attracted to a lamp, right? So if you... If you have lights on your clothes, if you put the lamp right next to your clothes, the lights are going to move from your clothes to the lamp, or we're not allowed to read by a lamplight, okay? So referring to these laws, the Mishnah adds, okay? So Mishnah says, And these are two of the laws that the rabbi said in the upper room of the house of Rabbi Hananya ben Chizgiah ben Gurion when they went up to visit him. So during that visit, some of the members of Bishamai wanted to pass 18 laws. But other, but the, but the other sages, right, the members of Beis Hillel disagreed with those decrees. Nimnu v'rabu Bishamai al Beis Hillel. They were all counted, and the members of Bishamai outnumbered the num uh, outnumbered the members of Beisilo. Ushmona asar debiyahu As a result, they issued decrees about eighteen matters on that day, including the two mentioned in the previous Mishnah. Okay, so when they voted on whether um to um insti- institute the decrees, Beishamai were found to be in the majority. Therefore the halacha was decided in their favor according to the principle that says Akre Rabim Lahasos follow the majority. So thus in the end, since there was more members of Base Shamai, they were able to pass these laws because there were more of them. Alright, so that concludes Mishnah Dial. Let's move on to Mishnah Hai. Uh Joseph Goldberg, take it away. Beishamai Omrim, Beishamai says, Ain Shorin Ado, before Shabbos, we may not soak ink, Saminim Vechrushidim, or dyes in a bowl of water, and we may not soak a vetch in a bowl of water. Ella Kedai Shayisoro, Soru Mi Beod Yom, Unless there's enough time for them to be fully dry, uh, fully soaked while it's still daytime before uh, Shabbos. Ah, uh, mamas. Beit Hillel mutarin, but Beit Hillel permits. Okay, so Joseph, what, what do we learn from this Mishnah? What, what's what's the Mishnah teaching? Um, teaching here. Um, it's teaching us that the you can't soak stuff in ink. Right before Shabbos, unless there's enough time that it will dry off before Shabbos. Uh, so that's Machlokas between Beis Hillel and Beis Shama. And before we end, I want to interview Joseph Goldberg a little bit. Joseph, I have, I have a few questions for you about Mishnayomi. You know, um, not only have I been doing Mishnayomi, but also um, Joseph Goldberg has been doing it as well. And so Joseph, right, we just start, we just finished Seder's Rhyme. We're moving on to um, Seder Moed, and we're starting with Sechah Shabbos, right? Yes. And so, what would you say to someone who's wondering, wondering, should I start Mishnah Yomi now? Is is now the right time? Yes. Every Mishnah is valuable Torah lesson, and even if you don't start from the beginning of the cycle, you should still start now. 
Yeah, you should still not start now, guys, because now's, now's the perfect time. You don't have to go back and start from the beginning. We just, you guys could start right here and continue moving forward from there. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Bye.